The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. It's great to be with you today, and I'm so glad you could take some time to join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, I'm going to be talking about bloggers today, and um, I had run across a little clip about Liberty Mutual's um, project that kind of came out of the Blog Her 2009 conference, and um, Liberty Mutual called it the Responsibility Project. And they had actually asked bloggers for their opinions on responsible blogging. And as you may know, I've talked about it before here, the Federal Trade Commission um, has some guidelines for endorsements and testimonials that if they end up passing it, will end up affecting bloggers. Um, and in fact, um, you know, bloggers will have to disclose a lot of information, and it really could change the face of blogging. Well, participants in the Liberty Mutual's Responsibility Project were asked um, questions kind of ranging on uh, a variety of blogging to- um, topics. And what we found from that is that 98% of surveyed bloggers believe it is acceptable to receive a free product, and a majority of them mentioned that they, however, really need to be transparent about it. They need to disclose it and be honest, and it's uh, really important that they disclose that when they write about their posts. 84% said honesty really is a key trait of a responsible blogger. That's incredibly high, followed by transparency and reliable sources. If you want to know more about that project, you can just log on to responsibilityproject.com slash blogher and find out more. And, uh, you know, bloggers um, fielded their own survey and kind of gave us a snapshot of how huge the blogosphere has become. Did you know that um, over 36 million women actively participate in the blogosphere every week? It's amazing. That, that equals to about a 15, a 15.1 of them uh, 15.1 million of them publishing at least one post a week and 21.1 reading and commenting on blogs a week. And that's a very, very engaged constituency. Um, you know, more than 40% of women surveyed considered blogs a reliable source of advice and information and really does impact their purchasing decisions. In fact, they're so crazy about blogging that they want to keep blogs over almost anything else. In fact, when compared to alcohol, PDAs, and an iPod, and a newspaper, 
Um, all of those ranked a lot lower than blogs. Women would rather hang on to their blogs and have a drink of wine, apparently. I don't know. Maybe they didn't ask me. Um, so we're going to be talking about whether or not blogging should be part of every marketing campaign, knowing how impactful blogs are on women consumers. We're going to be asking our expert that in just a few minutes. But first, it's time for our purse profile today, and it's the Coach Queen. There's over 1.5 million women out there in their mid-30s staying at home um, with a household income of more than $100,000. They have two children. Most of them live in the city. Um, they're very interested on looking stylish. Um, their home has to look good. They love the arts and travel. Uh, but they're very, very focused on their family, and they really put a lot of effort into family events, and they are concerned about their environment, and when it comes to shopping, it's all about the best price, and they always go to the clearance rack first. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the coach queen? Well, friends do influence her. We already know about the influence of the blogosphere on this woman and making purchasing decisions. So friends can be friends she knows and friends on the blogosphere that impact her. The store environment is also very, very crucial. It needs to appeal to her almost instantaneously when she steps into the store. And what she sees in magazines also have a big impact on her. She reads O, oh, Martha Stewart Living, um, People, Shape, and Parenting. She's online at eBay, Amazon.com, Expedia, iVillage, and Disney. And she's also watching cable shows like HGTV, TLC, The Food Network, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Well, my guest for this program knows a lot about the impact that blogosphere has on people and their opinions. Trisha Haas is the blogger and PR founder, excuse me, and the founder of MomDot.com. It's a community for moms who blog. And um, Trisha Haas found herself in kind of the whirlwind of when she suggested a PR blackout back in August. We're going to be talking to her about that, uh, what her original intention was and the result, along with a lot more things related to the blogosphere. So stick around. More purse strings when we return. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. 
Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to First Strings. Joining me today is Trisha Haas, blogger and founder of Mom.com, a community for moms who blog. Trisha, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Well, so happy to have you. First, if you could talk a little bit about Mom.com. It's so weird when I say that because I know it's Mom. And then, of course, for everybody. I know, it doesn't, it doesn't roll off your tongue that great. Yeah, mom.com, I know. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, so that tripped me up for a moment. But could you talk a little bit about how long it's been around and what really gave you the idea for a site that supports mommy bloggers? Um, look, that it's been around just over a year. It was started last July, officially the last week of July. We celebrated our anniversary on the same time as Blogger this year. And um, thank you so much. I know years a long time on the internet, huh? Um, so, <laughs> sticking around on one thing. Um, originally, I was a parenting site owner. And um, in parenting world, there's quite a bit of controversial subjects. And after doing that for almost five years, I said, okay, I don't think I can take it anymore. I don't want to argue with women about working at home or staying at home or breastfeeding. I need to move on to something else. So I was already doing an online boutique, and I decided to um, move into blogs since I was using blogs to advertise my own company. And uh, I was like, well, heck, I can do this and help other women advertise their companies, and it sort of just bond in that direction. Wow. Well, congratulations. You clearly have found a passionate following. And it sounds like that, that there was really this need for a support for bloggers out there. Do you, do you feel like there has been enough support for bloggers? Do you feel like momdot.com really helps fill that void? I think moms in general need support regardless of what they're doing and that they're looking for a community that they can lean on and feel accepted. So, we definitely fulfill that. There are other great sites that do that as well for bloggers, like the Mom Bloggers Club and Type A Mom and Blissfully Domestic. They're all doing it in their own way. We try to do something a little further than a lot of those sites, and we host a real-time forum, and it allows women to come in and chat all day long. So that's really the crux of what we are. You know, you talk about pressures that mom face in general. Do you think that the pressures that mommy bloggers face are any different, any more unique than just what they face as being moms? I think um, mom bloggers have a, um, I'm trying to think how to put it, mom bloggers 
have a lot of pressure that they put on themselves to succeed. There's a lot of competition in the blogosphere when you insert companies and opportunities that uh, competition is accelerated. Moms, of course, want to be successful on their own, but then they're seeing other people successful, and they feel like they need to keep up. So there is a lot of pressure, but they're doing it to themselves. And we want to support backing off and saying, hey, you can be just as good without comparing yourself to another person. Well, and it seems like there's more and more and more bloggers out there. I mean, you said you had been doing it, uh, your own company for five years, and then you started mom.com a year ago. Um, and, and I know just looking at the blogosphere, there's just more and more and more bloggers out there. So it, it is a competitive and crowded market. Now, um, I know that you yourself accidentally, I guess, found yourself in the eye of the storm uh, when you proposed a PR blackout for one week in August. And I think uh, we became a scapegoat to what everybody else was thinking. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it just kind of caught on, didn't it? I mean, it, in a lot of different ways and probably in ways that you really weren't expecting it to catch on. Um, it sounds that perhaps it got twisted a bit out of proportion. Can you talk about a bit about what you had really hoped to accomplish when you proposed the PR blackout? Well, originally, like I mentioned before, we host a real-time forum, and I am consistently seeing hundreds of women that feel pressure and stressed out. And it occurred to me, why? You know, we own our own blogs, and some of those are, are freelance businesses, and some of those are simple as blogging about our children. So why exactly are we stressed out? And so we started this conversation on our forum that ended up being like eight pages long, and I realized what an interesting subject this was. We took it to a blog talk radio show, and um, we had people call in, and the moms were saying, yes, I, I have all this stuff to do. I have 25 obligations, and I'm skipping out on taking my kids for a walk. And, and it was during that show. So why do we just not do PR for a week? Who would be interested? And, you know, everybody raised their hand and chat. Oh, I'd love the support. We'll talk about content. I said, okay, we'll just call the PR blackout. It was so simple. It wasn't like, you know, this big plot. I mean, literally, we did it all live. I wish, if, if I had a thought about it, I didn't realize it sounded offensive. And um, But perhaps some things happen because they should. And so it was just named that way and it got a lot of attention. But our real goal was to support the bloggers behind the stress, not to tell PR not to interact with bloggers. They're just as important to many people. But to tell bloggers that you don't need PR every second. If you're stressed out, if you're not, if you're feeling overly challenged, it's okay to say no, and you're not going to lose opportunities because you said, okay, I'm not going to work on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> And, you know, the great thing was it was only a week. It was a week, and it was um, all of a sudden we're seeing this, well, I'm PR-friendly, and we're not blacking out, and, ooh, I had a storm. It, it was something else. Yeah, it, it, it kind of ended up being this whole big issue that, um, as you said, it sounded like it was an idea that was organically grown and kind of um, created on the fly with the best of intentions. I know... Um, I had talked to one blogger, I think it was the week before the blackout, and she said, you know, that she really saw it as a chance to reconnect with her her own readers, her own followers, and kind of getting back to the basics of why she even started her blog and really making the blog even more personal. Um, what kind of reaction did you get um, from bloggers that week? Did you um, get a sense that um, a lot of them participated? And if so, what were kind of the, the results of that? 
the bloggers were split down the middle. It truly was a 50-50 situation. We had a lot of controversial and um, inflammatory statements made. It was very, you're anti-PR and you're ruining the system and, and biting the hand that feeds you was a big statement I read a lot. We were attacked. Our children were attacked. It got so bad that I actually deleted my Twitter account and had almost like 7,000 followers following mom died. I said, you know what, I didn't come into social media to have, you know, to be told that my child is ugly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stuff like that out of a situation. So I said, well, I'm going to remove myself from the situation until it dies down. So we did a little bit of that. Um, and... The other side, I was getting a ton of email, not only support through bloggers that are like, you're right, I have, you know, 10, 15 obligations to reviews and giveaways, and I can't remember the last time I mentioned my child or my husband or what I did this week, and you've given me pause to think about that, and thank you. I also heard from a ton of PR. I found that PR was so much more supportive than some of the stuff that we heard in the blog this year, and PR was backing it up. You know, and of course our PR, is, a lot of the PR that Mom.Dot deals with, we've been dealing with for months and months, if not the entire time we've been in existence, and they're really professional. They're like, hey, we take a week off. We, we get it. We know. We have to pitch you. If I pitch you twice a week and you have 500 PR and we're all pitching you, we understand. And um, so... I can't say that it went one way or another. It just depended what side you were on. But I gave the people a lot, a lot to think about that week, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of conversation, and it, it certainly stimulated a dialogue about what our blog's intentions and getting back to basics. and um, and Truly, it needed dialogue. Yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't needed, it wouldn't have been a big deal. And I think the frustration for us lied in the fact that it was just, like you said, an organic idea spotting from several different things that went into it, and then to be accused of, oh, this is link bait, this is what, and I'm like, I just posted a little post on my site, and it was a very nice post. It was like, we love our PR, but we just would really like to take a break, and then all of a sudden, I'm being slammed everywhere, and then I got angry, and then it got nasty. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, 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 it kind of does show you, though, the a the power of the blogosphere. You know how you can take a kernel of an idea and it suddenly becomes a very big idea, viral, very viral. And it also, I think, shows that you can't always control the message. I mean, I think we all know that about the blogosphere, but I think this is just a great case in point that. What started off as a rather innocent um, suggestion ends up taking on this life of its own. And I don't know what you do about that. I mean, I don't know what you can do you about do that. Nothing. You chose to kind of, right, you chose to kind of separate yourself from that. But and I just wondered if there were any learnings from that and if you would even suggest taking kind of a break, um, a PR blackout or whatever you want to call it, another time. Do you think that it's, it's something that needs to happen again, or do you prefer just I, kind of? I do. I think that women, I think women, especially bloggers, that have been in blogs for a long time, and they've started to get their way and their their footing on what they're doing with their blog. 
they are putting it together and they're starting to say, okay, what is my goal originally? Is it just to do reviews and giveaways? We have bloggers that are specifically for that, and they're never going to take a PR blackout because that's what they always do. But there are bloggers out there that maybe came on with the intentions to have a diary about their children or to grow a community, and they got a little distracted along the way. And we hope that some of this discussion has led them back to their original roots. I know for us, we wanted to advertise mommy businesses specifically and work, and that led into advertising mom bloggers and doing interviews. And as you grow, you get a lot of opportunities that just sometimes seem too hard to turn down. And when you take them, then you take another one, and, and it's a snowball effect. And we found ourselves, you know, about four or five months ago going, okay, now all we're doing is now I have to have a review team and I've got six people on it and I'm ready. Where did this go wrong? So for us, it was also a recentering on what we're doing and now I put out, you know, a ton more content. Not that Mom Got was totally reviews and giveaways before it wasn't. We kept them on a different site on the review site. But now I'm not so engaged in only PR. I'm engaging my community more strongly. And we found that there was an effect in our own community because they were able to go, okay, you're right. We have to do some more content. And some of those women who had lost their way are coming back around. And, and I'm enjoying the blogosphere a little bit more, I have to say. Yeah, so out of all of that comes good, right? <laughs> I think it I think it did. It doubled our traffic. Yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> I think you know, they say there's no such thing as bad press. Well, there can be bad press, but at least they at least they come around to hear what you have to say. It, exactly. It, it did cause um, enough of a, a clatter and a discourse that it, it ends up driving traffic to you, and ultimately when the dust settles, um, you're hopefully able to, to keep those those guys who've uh, suddenly learned about Mom Dot and maybe didn't know about Mom Dot before. So there you go. Right. We hope so too, yeah. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, Trisha, and then when we come back, though, I would love for you to talk a little bit about um, bloggers give, and it's certainly okay. a wonderful way that you've really brought the blogger community together to support a great cause. So we're gonna talk about bloggers give in just a minute when Purse Strings returns. Okay, time for something we can all relate to: shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. 
Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined by Trisha Haas, blogger and founder of Mom.com, a community for moms who blog. And we've spent the first part of our half hour together talking about the PR blackout. But I, I want to kind of turn our attention now, Trisha, to um, there's a variety of things I want to be able to talk about in the next five minutes or so. One is um, the success of blogging. Um, you know, a lot of companies out there, I know I counsel a lot of clients on whether or not they should start their own corporate blog or should they get involved in the blogosphere. Do you feel like that blogs have become so mainstream and such a way to connect with um, consumers that it's really a must-do? Or do you feel like, um, especially for companies, they really need to consider very carefully before deciding whether to hop in into the blogosphere? I think social media and having a hold on it is very smart for every company. You need to know what's being said about your product so you can correct any misinformation. In the blogosphere, we're not really regulated by anything. So you could find people out there that are just completely destroying or, on the flip side, really praising what you're offering. So to have one toe out there in Twitter is not a bad idea. Now, regarding should everyone open a blog, I I think it's important. I think it's great to interact with your consumers and bring on something a little more personal. Plus, you can tell them upcoming products. You can address consumer complaints. You can offer detailed customer service. You know, some of the best things I see come out of somebody going, oh, my gosh, I can't get a hold of X company, and I'm really frustrated, and all of a sudden, that company's on top of it. And I think that it's just the norm today. Now, I know um, there's a lot of good going on in the blogosphere. There's also some things that probably you would love to correct. Can you talk a little bit about some of your pet peeves that you would love to see just disappear from the blogosphere? And, and some of it may be around how companies engage with bloggers. I don't know. I'll be interested to hear what, what you have to say. You mean pet peeves with public relations or with bloggers? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great question. Well, just in general, any pet that you see that you're like, oh, if I could correct that tomorrow, the blogosphere would be such a better place. Uh, plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism is run rampant as a blogger. You know, you write something decent, even especially about a product, because a lot of bloggers take some really serious time to photograph their products and be really interactive with their PR, and all of a sudden their post is listed. And, and I'm finding it very funny, actually, because a lot of times when you discover you've been plagiarized, somebody didn't even take the time to change your links. And they'll be linked on the same words, and they'll be linked back to your own blog on something that oh, you link. No. And so it's... Oh, it's very funny, like, when you catch it. And I, I see that happen way, way too often, so I would say that's number one. But my pet peeve with public relations, and we don't have 
too many problems because a lot of our relationships are very one-on-one. But it would be if you were pitching Mom Dot, make sure you have my name right. Like a lot of times they cut and paste their pitch, which is completely understandable with time constraints and clients and billable hours. But, you you know, make sure you, you don't send Dear Louise to Dear Tricia. You know, it just makes me feel like you don't know me. So if you want me to be personal with your product, at least get my name right. So. Uh, yeah, that, that's helpful, isn't it? <laughs> it happens. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. It is kind of funny, but I always wanted. You know, I always think, should I write him back and correct him, or should I write him back and then, you know, use the wrong name? Dear Stone's new PR company, and be like, oh, wrong one. You know, I just want people to realize we're we're real moms sitting on the other side, and you know, a lot of these corporate businesses are coming into social media, but we're not a business. So a lot of moms want to be treated as an individual, and that is really, really a difficult task for public relations, and and I don't even know how you guys are going to solve that. (laughs) Yeah, well, it takes a lot of sensitivity and understanding, and one of the things that we always try to preach, especially here at our agency, Chronicle and Spong, is you really need to understand who you're speaking to. What are their likes, their dislikes, their preferences, how they prefer to be communicated with. I mean, and it does take time to develop that understanding, but it's crucial. It's really crucial, A, to be taken seriously, and B, to be able to be effective. And the other problem is if you, let's say, pitch a blogger that you don't know, every time you pitch, you're taking a calculated risk on who you're dealing with. And if you don't take the time to actually visit the site, you don't know if this blogger takes products and she just trashes them up and down or, you know, is a volatile person. You you know, you really have to make sure you know who you're dealing with and what kind of risk your company is willing to take. You know, at the same time, people always say, I don't want a sugar-coated mom blogger. This is only great things about products. I get that. But you also don't want somebody that's totally nasty and just out to get every company in the world and be the queen of complaints. So, you know, you want to definitely check out where you're sending your product, how long that person's going to take to respond, and have a, and one-on-one relationships are hard if you're pitching 500 people, but I would much rather have 50 that are loyal to my brand and really excited than 500 that are going to put some cookie cutter thing up. I just think it's a lot more effective. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I would imagine as as active as you are that you probably feel blogging is here to stay. I mean, I'm going to assume that. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. And and if it is around to stay, how do you see it changing? If so, how do you think it might migrate over the next year or so? I think it changes every year. You know, when I first started blogging, and, and bloggers who have been around a lot longer than I am will tell you how many times it's changed prior to that. I know people that I'm interacting with now that have been bloggers for four or five years, and they say every year there's a new fad. You know, one year it's paid for post fads, and one year it's reviews and giveaways, and now I see a lot of panels coming out, which are great. I am really behind panels. Um so, yes, I think it's going to change. Do I know where it's going? I, I don't. I'm not as involved. I'm not from the PR perspective. In a lot of ways, you guys lead which direction we head. I do see an influx of dad bloggers, women of color. Um, so I think there is a little bit of change as far as those bloggers are coming and they're being more highlighted now, and I can appreciate that. Um, it's bringing a lot of people that I have never seen before out to the forefront. I also think there were a lot of bloggers in the beginning of this review giveaway phenomenon that were overused and continue to be overused, but now I'm starting to see PR reaching out and going beyond just the blogger that's already working with 15 companies and has their name in everywhere, and they're saying, okay, who can I find for my brand that's brand new that's going to be the voice for us and not just the voice mm-hmm. for these other five brands, and, and I'm starting to see 
other new people, and I really love that. So my advice would be keep reaching out to the newer bloggers. They have a voice. Use them. Uh, yeah, that's such a great point, excellent point, because new blogs are springing up every single minute, I feel like. Uh, before we leave, though, I really want you to talk about an amazing effort called Bloggers Give. I think this is just great. Can you can you tell listeners today about it and how they might even be able to get involved? And bloggers Give was um, started in January around the idea that review and giveaway bloggers have access to products that they're being thrown at them or offered to them all the time, and why not use it for something good? So what we did was reach out to the blogosphere and say, well, you work with a PR rep or a company, ask for one additional product, and you can have that sent to me. I was a collecting point for six months. Now we're having it sent directly to our charity location. We're working with the Center for Courageous Kids, which is a camp in Kentucky that sees 4,000 families a year, um, and they focus on children who have cancer, other disabilities. They don't have to be life-threatening, but you know, even severe allergies, and every week they focus on something different, and the families of that kind of child come in, and they have a um, a real place where they can be who they are with children that are just like, they need products. They were one of the companies we found that could accept any single product, and now if it was a toothbrush, they could use it, and what they couldn't use on their campground, they were auctioning off for money to help support the camp. So... We raised over $13,000 worth of products by the um, help of the blog Spirit, specifically Louise from MomStart.com headed it up. And um, the camp actually drove down to my house in July, and we literally had an entire room filled of products, and it was amazing. So I would love to see another 13000 collected in products and sent to the camp this year so we can say the blogosphere, PR, People who do reviews and giveaways, you know, there's a lot of really negative press. Let's turn that around, find a way to positively interact and say, look, listen, what, look what we're doing together. So if anybody wants to um, donate to that, you can go to bloggersgive.com or you can email me directly through um, mom.com and I can set you up to send any of your products over to that camp. In exchange, we'll, we will print your press release uh, for your product or the company that you're representing. That's so wonderful. So bloggersgive.com, everybody out there, if you didn't catch it. And you can also contact Tricia directly at mom.com. And Tricia, you said you did kind of close down your Twitter account. Are you back up again? Can people follow you on Twitter? On a back brand new account that's a lot more regulated from the crazy people. And, um, you know, it's funny. I say that we really appreciate a difference of opinion without attacking our family. So if you would like to follow us, we're at mom.rocks. So it's at mom.rocks. And that way we figured if anybody's going to insult us, they have to write mom.rocks before they do it. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Trisha, thanks so much for being on today. I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you so much. We appreciate being able to, to talk to you and talk about PR. So. Yeah, absolutely. And for everybody out there, remember bloggers, uh, thebloggersgive.com, mom.com, and follow Tricia on Twitter at mom.rock. Thanks to Tricia for being on today. And thanks to Mr. George for another great show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings. I'm going to be joined by Cynthia Goody. She's the Washington correspondent with Essence Magazine. We're going to be talking about the Michelle Obama impact on the American woman and the media. That's next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. And until then, thanks so much for joining me today. Make it a great one.